Today's episode of Magic Moments is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find an intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Why don't folks name that boy that after name? No one from Cleveland. 4.24 a.m., but the studio don't close, man. It's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass until this you left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now. Somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoking by yourself. Little blunts. Smoking by yourself. everybody welcome back to another magic moment extendo edition podcast this is episode number 148 i'm still your host yusuf ali coming to you live kind kind of live live like live is anyway it's late it's later than normal 11 29 pacific standard time here in tv table studios beautiful eagle rock california another pillowcase production uh this week actually it's it's a lot of news but not a whole lot but it's enough to fill up an episode uh it was 420 weekend or week or whatever the last show was pre 420 this show is post 420 put it like that um uh the Cavs series last last episode the Cavs have played one game we have now played four and it is not going our way, uh, to say the least. Um, but yeah, I think that's about that's enough ado for now. It's like I say, it's a lot of shit. Four twenty. Let's just get round right into it. Come out here! Tell him to come out 
Technically, the I guess you could say this the 420 show or this was 420 weekend. Um, Melmos are you know, if you're a true Melmo, then you know 420 is cool to say to, to to you have a 420 spirit. You know what I mean? Like, oh today is 420. You can't you don't you don't ignore it. No matter how much weed you smoke regularly, you still like. Man, it's 420. It's something about it. It makes you smile. Like, it's 420. Like, this holiday is just for us. It's not, I got nothing to do with religion or government or nobody getting shot. It's just weed, weed, weed. People give away weed. People are extra friendly with their weed. They smoking with people they don't normally smoke with. Shit like that. Doing shit. Maybe maybe doing dabs. They don't normally do dabs. Maybe they hit the bong a few times. They don't, you know, just just whatever is you know, we 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 is great. And I had a show. Um, and then Jill was on. Actually, it was a reunion of sorts. It was a birthday show. Turned out to be a birthday show because Charles' birthday is also four twenty. So it was like a damn near Tuskegee Jokeman reunion only. It was me, Charles, Aston, Pap. So that was like three fifths. That's that's the majority. That's enough for a vote to get passed. Um, and I had a good time, and I was really high. I was so high, in fact, that I was. I had a good rambly all over the place set, just saying all type of shit that popped into my head. The only work, the only bad part about it. Or the worst part about the night was I forgot to record it. That pissed me off. Memos I hate to not record my set. That's like it's like uh, it's almost like nothing. It, it didn't happen. Like they say, if I didn't, if you ain't got no video, it didn't happen. That's how I feel about my set. If I didn't record it, it didn't happen. It's not too many sets I've done in the last. When did I start? Oh nine. About 14 years? We're going on 14 years? Shit. In the last 14 years, it's probably only like five, five to ten. Put it like that. I want to say closer to five to ten sets that I don't have on some type of audio or video recording. But anyway, it was fun. Shout out to uh, Doug uh, for the free weed as usual. Some, some good shit too. Guava gas. And I never know the name of shit. This this shit got all type of fancy names. But um, so shout out to that. Then I went to another birthday. It was it was also another birthday weekend for Jonathan Tumlin, who shows up to me and Jill's thing, and that's the homie. So went over there, got some barbecue, played some Uno, smoked some weed, talked some shit. Typical 
uh, day party shit. Uh, good times, good times had by all. Um, I think that's it for the weedy shit. Yeah, because like you said, like, like we already know, man, as we smoke all the time. You should be smoking now. Treating this like a 420. Every episode is 420 episode. Smoke something. Um, what else I wanted to tell y'all about right quick. This is more technically it's a news headline, but I don't want to talk about it in the news because that's not we're almost not here for headline news. But um it's just interesting with Phil Jackson is you know talking he chose to speak out about the Black Lives Matter. And it's like I'm not surprised though, because these last couple years, especially since twenty twenty, since you know the whole insurrection. It's just the racial shit just been popped up. Just been these races just being racist. They don't give a fuck. They they are upstanding with their racism now. Nah, like just coming out the woodwork, just saying dumb shit, doing dumb, posting themselves saying dumb shit for the public to see, for the world to see. They ain't just saying dumb shit to each other no more. They telling everybody this dumb shit, and I'm not surprised, man. Races coming out the woodwork like UFOs. Everybody coming to the light. So. Between that. Between all these races. UFOs and. Cartels. Punishing women. Videos I keep seeing. Something ain't right. Somebody's trying to tell us something. You seen, you seen that shit? Malcolm seen that shit. It's like it's, it's not. A coincidence. It's like every other week is a new cartel beating the shit out of some girl video with bamboo sticks or broomsticks or racetracks or curtain rides or bed post legs or some shit like that. Tripod. They beating the shit out of these girls every week. What the fuck is going on with these tripods? These assholes. Um. I hear about this and then I'm getting to the news. I think I think this is the last thing I want to talk about before I get into the news. I watch all these murder mystery shows and shit like that and murder docs and just, you know, podcasts and all this type of shit. And one common thread always tripped me out when, like, the murder, the, the serial killer, like, killed motherfuckers. And they'd be like, when they found the body, it still had all the jewelry and all the money in their pocket and all that shit. And it be like, so we knew immediately that it wasn't a robbery. And I'm thinking, wh- why wouldn't you take the shit? Right? That's like a a wasted opportunity for, like a waste, a waste of a crime. I mean, you're already a murderer. Why not be a robber? Afterward, after the fact, what the fuck? I mean, I mean, I guess murderers ain't really thinking about spending no money. It's just, I don't know, it's just odd. Like, if you can, I'm not advocating either one. Both are very, don't do either. Don't, don't rob, don't murder. Please don't. 
If you listen to this and you was thinking about doing that, let this be the message. Don't. Don't do that. But I'm talking about to these people that do. I don't think they listen to the podcast. And you never know. You never know. But I'm just saying. If you gonna kill somebody, you you might as well take the, the fucking watch, the chain, and money. Alright, those again. Don't do either. Don't do either one. Don't don't kill. Don't rob. Don't steal. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. That's enough saying. Let's get into the news. here on the west side of Detroit celebrating 420 day. It is a hey, J- J- <laughs> It's a beautiful thing, man. Beautiful thing. Smoke it on the news. Smoke it, man. That holiday, 420, April 20th, celebrating everything hot. How are you celebrating it today? Like this, you know what I'm saying? Smoke a weed, you know what I'm saying? Get out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everybody on the bus! Like many on the weed bar bus from Eastern Market to here. It's first stop at the Detroit Herbal Center on Detroit's west side. Free weed, who wants the weed? And many happy that this year, smoking pot for recreation is legal. And business is good. Business has been good. Yeah, you making you know money? I can't complain. Is it cheaper now? Heck yeah, way cheaper. I'm saying like the gang's saturated now, so like everybody can afford it. And further on the west side, on the corner of Warren and Greenfield, the herbalist cannabis company is celebrating. 420, the holiday of that only matters to a lot of people in Detroit. 420, 420, all the time. It's not just today, it's more than every day. And with all this pot, most places are giving away free burgers or cinnabons or sandwiches. How was it? Charlie, listen to me. I ain't gonna lie to you. Amazing. You gotta grab one of them Jones. So, with the munchies satisfied, feeling good, it's back on the weed bus for another 420 celebration in the deep. Look at me, Mom. I made it. On Detroit's west side, Charlie Langton. And so, moving on tonight, as we have to tell you also, you know, like other news that's happening in the area and across the, you know, the area. All right, before we start the news segment of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody that this portion of the show is brought to you by Sports Drink and the good people over at the Preserved Pot Academy, where they're trying to teach you how to get the most out of that bag. Lesson number one, do not throw those roaches away. Find you a container, a cup, a holder, leave them in the ashtray, anything. But don't throw them away. Those are not cigarette butts. It is weed in there. And yes, I did use four roaches to fill out this current Meldrick. Oh man, nothing like a re-smoked blunt. Uh, okay, but like I said, we got some news. Not a whole lot, but... Or, I ain't gonna say not a lot, but just not as much as usual. But, um... Anyway, got an update 
Um, last week, two weeks ago, we was dealing. I was telling y'all multiple stories on shitty babysitters. Last week, we upgraded to shitty parents, particularly shitty dads. And this week, it is the mom's turn. Uh, we got one mom who decided to kidnap her own baby. And out of school, she, she didn't do nothing to him, really. She just took him out of school, which was probably, probably nice for him. But then she dropped him off and got naked and then beat up her grandfather. And then she got arrested. And that's a hell of a story for mom, for, for, for the kid to tell. Especially if she got naked, you know, before she got to the school. And then it's like, you you always embarrassed that your mama gonna come into school with her robe on or some shit. Or her hair fucked up and fucked up t-shirt, sweatpants, some shit like that. But you never want your mama to come naked. I'm pretty sure you never want your mama to come naked. Regardless of how her body looks. Good, bad, or ugly. You do not want to be the kid with the naked mama. That is pretty much going to be the most legendary thing that's going to ever happen in that school. And, And you will always be naked mom kid. So that was that. So she ruined that. She ruined her reputation and his all-in-one act. Um, terrible parenting. And another mom took it a step further. Actually killed her son. Which this kid, the previous kid, might want to be dead after he gets back to school and continue with school. But anyway, that's a whole, whole other subject. Uh, more serious subject. But um, yeah, this lady just killed her son flat out. And then went to the beach house. So this is a rich lady. I think she just lost it. You know, I, I don't know. What to, I don't know if it's a uh, a statute of limitations on postpartum. But um, yeah, maybe she just you know, eleven years old. She's still going through it. I saw a video where the, another lady was screaming at the at the baby like I hate you the baby don't like me and I don't like him I hate this baby ah, ah. so like that shit is real and um uh, maybe it can last up to the 11 11th year of life I don't know I don't I don't know that's why I don't have kids that's why I'm a uh we 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 practice safe set or Whatever you want to call it, pulling out safe sex. We're the same thing. We pull out safely. Um, speaking of kids, I saw this. This was just a random video. Of, I don't know why. This, you always see videos and you be like, why the motherfucker filming? Don't put the fucking camera down and say something. This was one of those times. They are filming from... It looked like a separate hotel, and they filming the hotel across the street, and they filming two kids on the roof of the hotel jumping 
from one hotel roof to the other roof and back again. And it's like a look like it's only about a four foot uh, gap between the two buildings. But it's dangerous enough. Just just watching it is dangerous. So I can imagine like those one false move and you know it's gonna be a whole nother vacation like my summer vacation well it started off real bad in April I tell you that much that's another thing with these little kids you don't know where these fuckers at all the time they hard to keep up with especially when it's more than one of them and they look like they was about six and seven eight or nine no more. They definitely wasn't teenagers or even preteens, and they jumping off a fucking building to building. Just kids are. That's just another an, another example of how fearless they are. Cause I know I did shit when I was young that I wouldn't do when I was fifteen, let alone a, a grown person. So, luckily this is on tape, and I don't think they got fucked up. So they can have some shit to look back to when they get a little older. Like, man, look at us. Look at us. This 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 goes to show we we should be able to accomplish fucking anything. We was jumping from building to building fucking twenty seven stories up or some shit like that. It was amazing. Um, I don't usually talk about fights that I see but this one was just an exhausting ass whooping it was exhausting to watch this dude I guess from judging by what he was yelling I guess the the ass whoopee had pulled a gun on the dude and he caught him you know obviously afterwards sans gun And was just smacking this dude and kicking him and smacking him and kicking him and smacking him and kicking him and punching him and kicking him and smacking him for like four minutes to the point where the police come and arrest him. And it's like, it don't matter what he did. You've been assaulting this dude for four minutes. (laughs) <laughs> so I get the anger but after about a minute a legit minute like 60 blows cuz he I'm the way he was punching and slapping and kicking he got he got 60 he hit him 60 times if you want to add the slaps the punches and the kicks he definitely got off 60 per minute so after that first minute maybe the second maybe after that second consecutive minute of ass whooping and kicking and punching you would think alright at this point uh, this is I'm, I'm trying to kill him so now I have went from self defense to attempted murder and I guess he would have got away with that if it wasn't daytime I think that's where he fucked up that's that's where you fucked up. You can't beat nobody ass for four minutes straight on the sidewalk 
you know, doing lunch break. At least do that shit like rush hour where ain't nobody really, everybody just kind of trying to get home. Lunch break, people got time to call the police. So that's that's where you fucked up. But that's, hey man, I'm glad he caught up with the dude that tried to pull a gun. That's some whole ass shit. You're going to pull a gun on somebody, you got to use it. That's That's the oldest rule in the streets. I mean, if you're in the streets. Regular person, you can pull your gun out out of fear. I get it. But street people, they know. You can't just show nobody you got a gun. They're going to kill you. Or try to. Or beat you for four minutes straight. Now, we know that the fucking uh, heroin make you lean forward. Um, fentanyl make you lean backward but they got some shit out there now this shit turn you into one you see them people that that go on fucking America's Got Talent and put themselves into fucking crates and all this type of shit put themselves into uh, Chinese takeout boxes and all this type of shit this shit is turning motherfuckers into professional contortionists like after two hits. This dude was so twisted. After he smoked whatever the fuck he got through smoking, injecting, eating. I don't know how you take I don't know how you use this shit. I imagine you you got you probably gotta do all three to get out into the shape that this motherfucker was in. This dude looked like This dude look like when you put a fitted sheet on the bed the wrong way. He looked like uh, his head. His head was up under his shoulder. Which were, I didn't even know you can put your It's like his head was in his armpit. I didn't know you can do that. Can you? I mean, you can do it. But it probably hurt like a motherfucker. If you're not on that shit. But he damn sure had his head in his armpit. And he had like. I don't know how he got it. I don't know how he got it. It looked like his his left foot was in his front right pocket. It was amazing. But like from the back. I don't know. You got to see it. But leave that shit alone. Weed. Weed. Just make you lay down. That's that's the, the most you gonna do with your body on, on weed. But these other motherfuckers, this other shit, this leave that shit alone. Um, a nurse got fired or quit. When you when you read the story, you think maybe she quit because. And when you get fired, I don't think you get unemployment. At least, I don't know. But what she did was she kept slamming newborn babies into the cradles. And I guess you can't do that. You know, they soft. They bones still rubbery and shit. So you can't really, like, 
You gotta lay them gently into the. You can't like just drop them in the basket like they fucking uh, groceries in the cart. So that's a, she did that one too many times. Somebody seen her. And like I said, I think that sound more like a. How can I find a way to get fired? Or I'm gonna show them. Most people quit. You know, you quit with a bang. Like like, you know, you what you if you work at McDonald's, you quit on lunch on a lunch rush. Or if you work at, like, I don't know, at the clothing store, you quit on Black Friday on your break. You know, some shit like that. So she like, how can I, what's the equivalent of, like, going out with a bang as a nurse? I get it. I'm going to spike these fucking babies in these cribs. And she probably had to do it twice. Like, the first time they did it, she was like, wow, you know, Suzanne has been rough with the babies and then she did it again pow like oh shit we gotta fire her this is crazy um, shout out to them um babies that's gonna go through gonna have to go through that though they you got you got shaking baby syndrome and then now you know slam baby syndrome she she added a new you know <laughs> a new Disease to the fucking lexicon or whatever the fuck. Um, affliction ain't disease. Anyway, um, surprise, surprise. Turns out that they had a years long sex, child, child sex abuse investigation going to the Jehovah's Witnesses. Which if they doing that, if they fucking them kids and taking their Christmas and birthdays and shit from them, that's way more evil than the Catholics. At least the Catholics is fucking the kids and giving them a toy afterwards. How you gonna fuck the kids and then make them go door to door the next morning? That's double torture. Jehovah's Witnesses ain't shit. So if it's sorry to my Jehovah's Witness Melmos, I don't mean to shit on the ones that's doing good out there, but. Y'all the last ones we expected to have a fucking child sex abuse ring. Right? Yeah, because the Muslims, if that, that shit ain't going to come out on no Muslims. We just don't fuck around like that. We just don't. You just ain't going to, you just will not find, well, maybe. Well, I just, maybe. We ain't found none yet. Oh, wait. Well, Elijah Muhammad did have 14-year-old baby mamas. Alright, scratch that last comment from the record. Um, But anyway, yep. Jehovah's Witness kids is out here being extra miserable and treated bad. That's fucked up. Um, On some good good deed shit. It was two women... They're trying to rid the neighborhood of all the stray cats. And they was trapping them and catching them and killing them and taking them, Whatever the fuck they was doing. But then they got overzealous and, was, and went into some, some motherfucker's yard. And it was just, they probably was just chasing a cat. But it's like, I get it. If I'm in my house and I see some crazy motherfuckers running through my backyard with butterfly nets or... Whatever the fuck they got. I'm going to call the police too. Like what the fuck are you doing? I'm chasing cat. Get the fuck out of my yard with that bullshit. You liable to get shot. You running through the wrong. You, 
run through a kinsman yard talking about some you chasing a cat. You know, fucking be chasing the ambulance. Ambulance. Ambulance? Ambulance. And then this, I, I read about this shit or heard about it. Um, shout out to Nancy Grace. Another motherfucker. I don't know how many times. Like, these stories are public. These stories are usually national or at least regional. Like, as many times as this shit has happened. Every time it happened, you think, how does this keep happening? Usually, it's motherfuckers that call looking for one of these motherfuckers. But this time, the police put a fucking hitman for hire posting in the Craigslist. Like it was a job. Like, like help wanted. Like, whatever the fuck that Craigslist section is. So this ex-Marine, ex-Sniper motherfucker probably said to himself, well, shit. If I'm not qualified to do shit else, if I can't find another, if they won't hire me at fucking Ralph's, if they won't hire me at the library, I know I can get this job because I'm a sniper. If they hiring Hitman, that's, I probably, I can be the number one, I can be the number one guy in the company in like six months. And this motherfucker applied for the motherfucking hitman job. And then said, do I have to show you the body for proof? So he was ready to do a a, 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 a I don't know what you call it, an a interview? I don't know, how, what would you call it? He was trying to do a pre, a pre-screen, a pre-interview, a pre-employment killing. Like the like to show you I got what it take type shit like a like a assessment test or some shit like that huh? I don't know what the fuck and that's what really got his ass like no 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 hold on hold on just look 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 just come in fill out the tax paperwork let's go from there you don't gotta kill nobody yet just do that come on in come on in and um just make sure you come up. Just, just be sure you come on in we're going to get you all set up. And then I know you eager to kill. We love that enthusiasm. But just come on in first. Don't shoot nobody on the way. Just come on in. Let's go from there. And this dumb motherfucker showed up on time. 15 minutes early to get arrested. Um, this might have been... This might have made the rounds. You might have heard about this already, but fuck it. Um, the crackhead, for lack of a better terms, the drug user, the crack smoker. Okay, it is better terms. Um, that's on uh through the wire video that later was re reused in the Kanye documentary. Years later, like. 17 years later or some shit like that 
she decided to sue for defamation. She said, "I ain't signed shit." Y'all, when y'all, when y'all took that video, I didn't know that she was Kanye West. I thought that was somebody filming at the fucking. I thought y'all were too random. Mother Kanye West wasn't there when I filmed this shit, so y'all ain't Kanye West. Y'all two motherfuckers at the motherfucking check cashing spot, at the chicken spot, wherever the fuck we at. So how am I supposed to know that this is Kanye West? Oh, y'all told me. Well, I was on drugs, but I'm not now. So y'all can't show that shit now. Y'all got if y'all want to put me in the video now. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta come interview me and splice, uh, do some editing, do some work, cause that's not me no more. Y'all can, y'all gotta do it. So like, I guess she expected them to just show the video without her, but then like, you know how they have on these VH1 specials or any other type of TV show, they show somebody talking and put their little name under them, and they're like, they're not doing that with you. They're not inviting you to the fucking actual documentary. They are using this footage. Because you are a crackhead. She like, nope, that's where I got you. I'm not a crackhead no more. I was a crackhead then. So, I need my money. 30000 That's all she asked for. Legit. 30000 She's trying to tell you she's not a crackhead no more. But 30000 to get all this settled out of court. Okay, $10,000. Alright, give me $5,000 and act like you ain't never seen me before. Thousand dollars, thousand dollars. Put your pussy lips on live. All right, um, carried away. Um, dude tried to rob a what he thought was a Wells Fargo. Which, if you see the building, it do have a Wells Fargo sign on it. It looked like a Wells. It looked like a bank. It's, it's kind of like it don't look like a typical bank, but it looked like if you was thinking it was a bank, you'd probably think, "Oh, this must be a Express Bank." Like they have like BP Express and Holiday Inn Express and KFC and merge with Taco Bell type shit it's like Express. Like, oh yeah, this is probably. You know, they probably just got one teller, like one safe. Like, this is just a right quick in between a bank you go to on your way to the bank type bank. But no, it wasn't a bank. It was some place called an advisory office. So it was just people in there and, and file cabinets and office build and, and offices and desks. So he go in there with a knife, which again, amazing. If it was a bank. Who you gonna rob? How you gonna rob a whole entire bank with one single knife? Are you gonna try to take somebody hostage with the knife and walk around to each individual teller and make sure they're not pressing their button? That ain't gonna work. Are you gonna come in there? Is that knife a boomerang? Like some type of you can just throw that bitch and it just go around half the room and cut everybody in the jaw and then come back to you and everybody's scared. I don't know how this, how robbing a bank with a knife was going to work. Anyway, it's not even a bank. So, 
He came in there with that knife shit. They just ran in the back and closed the door. So I guess the story that the 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 more of this story is um don't rob banks and if you do rob a bank, rob a bank. Yeah. Again, not advocating any type of crime or violence or any type of violent thing I said earlier. I'm not advocating none of that. I'm just saying, if you're gonna rob a bank, um, moving on. I saw another video where this motherfucker on the train, I believe it was in Chicago, and he just going off about how he could fuck all these little girls on the train, and he a rapist, and he a rape this and rape that, and he got his gun on him and call somebody if you want to you, you, you call them to their death site and all this shit and that's when it hit me 911 should have a text or do they I, I never I don't call 911 never been in a call 911 situation but if I was in that situation where this dude is acting like or even said he had a he had a book bag so maybe he did who knows but you don't want to aggravate the situation. You don't want to be on the phone. You don't want to be the obvious one calling the police. Like, this dude got a gun and he threatened to rape everybody on the bus. Which, again, I never called the police. But that's a call the police type of moment if I ever seen one. But that's why I say, do they have a text? Could, could I text this to... 911, like, uh, hey, 911, I don't know where y'all based at, but I am on the train in Chicago, and this dude said he got a gun and he is gonna rape, uh, us. Over. Or, whatever the fuck you say on a text to the whole fucking company. But anyway, I just thought that that would be convenient. If they don't, if you're not allowed to, or they don't have a text. Hotline for 911. They need to work on that. So a lady get robbed with a a lint roller. And well, to 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 be fair to her, she didn't know it was a lint roller. She just thought it was some shit like a barrel pressed up against the back of her head. Even though she kind of should have known it wasn't a gun because it was a lint roller handle. And lint roller handles come to a point, not like a sharp point, but enough of a point that it's a point, and you know it ain't no gun. And she probably just got scared. It was just like, whatever it is, I don't want it to go any further into the back of my head. So just, just take with us in my take my purse because all they took was her purse off her shoulder and ran off. But it was like, for one, that was bold. To be a robber and to think, shit, you might, I might can get away with this. I'm going to use the motherfucking lint roller. Or he probably didn't, he probably didn't mean to use that end. He probably meant to use the other end that's more circular. That kind of feel more like the tip of it feel more like 
a barrel of a, like a semi-automatic or any type of barrel. And he probably pulled it out, you know, uh, panicking, you know, uh, panicking and fast and in a hurry and scared and put the wrong end to the back of her head. And he probably panicked himself like, oh, oh, shit, I'm a, she about to turn around and fuck me up. And then it worked. He was like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, lay it down. And then ran the fuck off. But that was risky. So, like. I guess the the lesson we can le- we can learn from this is know your your know what your handles know what your various handles feel like. Just go around picking up shit that got handles and get familiar with it. Don't let that happen to you. Don't be a victim of some random you know comb to the back of your head or fucking uh, selfie stick or some shit like that. Just, just just know how shit feel so you don't be the next one um and lastly again this was headline news for sure at this point and uh and even people putting together the same kind of idea because it's hard to ignore it's very hard to ignore like the timing of this happening back to back to back to back to back it's almost like school shootings like school shootings went from not being really a thing until Columbine and then it just it's a thing like a once a, a month or some shit like that so like same thing happens like it was a phenomenon like like shit just start happening like what the Fuck like an M. Night Shyamalan movie or something. And people just kept getting shot by mistake. From like the police went to the wrong house and shot a motherfucker and killed him by mistake. And then it was shooting at his wife. And then not to mention the the, 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 the biggest one so far, the, the little boy getting shot in the head. And then you had the cheerleaders getting shot because they got into the wrong car. And then you had another dude that just got out of jail for shooting a motherfucker that opened his door for him getting into the wrong car because he was texting. And he opened the door, the wrong door, and got shot. And then the little girl... I had to write all these down. The little girl that got shot because her ball went to the wrong yard. And then you got the motherfucker DoorDash driver that went to the wrong house. So, like, the best one, not that it's a good one, like if, you, if I'm ranking them, if I'm ranking them mistake shootings, the best one, my best one. And by best, I mean the one that was the most unbelievable, considering it could have been avoided the most at the same time. So it's a it's a loaded category when I say the best one. But um, was the little girl getting shot in the head and her parents for her ball come? Like when you heard about the little boy getting shot in the head. For ringing the doorbell, the wrong doorbell, get shot in the head, and then get shot again, 
and the, and the dude telling him get the fuck away from here and all that shit. That sounded super horrible. Like you already shot him in the head. And now you gotta talk shit to him too, and then come to find out he's supposed to be a racist. So that sounded like it was the worst one until this one. Your neighbor who you do know, you do know them. Like you've seen them before. You know they live right next door to you. <laughs> you, you shot your neighbor's kid. Like, come on, man. But uh, uh, the hidden thing, the, the other thing about that that make that one so crazy is this same guy hit his girlfriend with a sledgehammer. And it didn't say ex-girlfriend. So she stayed with him after he hit her. With a, you know how mad you gotta be to muster up the strength to swing a sledgehammer? First, where do you get a sledgehammer? Unless somebody, you ain't never known nobody to go buy a brand new sledgehammer. And if he did, this guy, he probably looks suspicious. That's a construction tool for the most part. Plumbing, maybe. Either way it go, this dude probably came in there with a matching sweatsuit, some Jordans, some chains, some glasses, some sunglasses on, and then he's standing in line with a fucking sledgehammer. Shouldn't have sold this dude a sledgehammer. Number one. And number two, how do you let somebody hit you with it? You know how long it takes to wind up a sledgehammer? Even if you fucking... What's the motherfucker? The hammer? What's the hammer? The hammer, mother... The hammer. Thor. Even if you Thor, you gotta wind that motherfucker up. And she still sat there and got hit. Because ain't no way she didn't know he had it. He had to go somewhere and go, I'll be right back, go get it. Or if it's leaning on the door, leaning on the wall in the room y'all sitting in. You've probably seen it a thousand times. Y'all arguing, he walk over towards that wall that got the sledgehammer. There's no way you get hit with that sledgehammer. And then, like I say, she still, I think, it's the same girlfriend. So, like, she just a, a glutton for punishment. No wonder she got hit with a sledgehammer. He hit the right one. That's still fucked up. But the point is, these mistake shootings, motherfuckers are scared, man. Twitter, all this Instagram shit, make, make it seem like everybody got a gun. So motherfuckers are scared. Your life or mine. Quick on the draw. So. You literally got one last mistake. Out this motherfucker these days. Sometimes. You learn from your mistakes. Sometimes. You die from them. I think that's the name of the episode. I wasn't even thinking about no shit. Like, that sounded like some deep serious shit. But. Nope. It's not. All right, let's do the rest of this shit.
Comey, He's been man. arrested for driving while intoxicated, driving while under the influence of alcoholic beverages, model glue. I refuse to answer any questions on the grounds that that may incriminate me. Your test or both. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. One year, if your driving privilege has been previously suspended as a result of a refusal to submit to such test or test, your refusal to submit to a chemical urine is admissible into evidence against you in any criminal proceeding. You understand what I read to you? Hell no, but I refuse to answer any questions under the grounds that they may incriminate me. You want me to explain this to you? No, hell no. You explain you them to my motherfucking lawyer. You realize you explain them to my lawyer. We'll be suspended, right? You realize that, right? If you what? refuse to take the breath test. Hey, man, my license is already suspended. I'm already under suspension. Are you going to take a breath test? What? You going to take a breath test? What motherfucking breath test? You going to take a breath test? Hell no! Good enough. Listen, sir. Sir. Turner, I must read your Miranda warning and a verbal yes or no to each question. I want you to put the motherfucking handcuffs on me and take me in the motherfucking... Alright, this week on that time when, um, since it's Ram- it was Ramadan this week and Eid... I'm going to talk about that time, at least the last time I can remember, <laughs> celebrating Ramadan and it. Um, uh, like like y'all already know, I'm not the best Muslim, and that's growing up, you know, my mama didn't break down all the, all the rules and regulations and, and, and words and lyrics. And I didn't, quite frankly, we're being honest, I didn't ask enough questions. I should have asked more questions. I should have said, what is this? What am I, what am I saying here? What am I supposed to say? Uh, what does this mean? I didn't ask these questions. I can Google it now if I want to. But I feel like the moment has passed. But anyway, what I did know was that during the month of Ramadan, which was it's not necessarily a month, not like June, July, Ramadan. No, it's like it's a 30-day period where you're not supposed to eat or drink anything from sun up to sun down. That's the rules. So usually about what? What time does the sun come up? About 5:30 to about 7 cuz springtime. So, that's a long day without eating. And, of course, the, 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 the strict Muslims, the hardcore Muslims would do it. And suffer and be hungry. And talk about how hungry they are. But they would do it. Like this sacrifice. They st- and my mama was like, yeah, right. I'm, a, I'm on drugs. So... This ain't gonna work. Um, yeah, and I can't be eating, and my kids and, and watching me eat, and, and I'm supposed to be the example. So I mean, they gonna eat. So we ate, and I remember going to the masjid, and you supposed to, on the last day, you celebrate 
by having a big feast and it's, a, it's also a fasting day that day so but we had a feast at like six o'clock so it don't matter if the sun up sun down no matter six o'clock is the time to eat on that day so as expected everybody is starving because they ain't ate since five o'clock in the morning or had a sip of water chewed a gum nothing since five o'clock in the morning me us on the other hand we get there one plate small plate picky couple couple chicken legs some cornbread some sweet some sweet potatoes and like a handful of macaroni no not chicken legs my bad was fried fish all the time so i get me a like a, a half a piece of fried fish some cornbread sweet potatoes a little bit of macaroni i'm good some sweet bread the little the, the buttery rolls they're probably looking like that's all they gonna eat <laughs> and, and we like yeah because you know this is second dinner for us my bad so and then after that you're supposed to get gifts you get like you exchange gifts you get gifts from your mama and whatever and a lot of the kids was there playing with their toys that they just got that day and I would have, I would get a gift too. I get, a, I don't know what, what I might get, uh, a video game or something, a Genesis game, or something like that. And that was that. It was a normal day for us, but um, for everybody else, it was a big old feast and celebration. Man, we've been hungry all all month, and we like, damn, that time. We celebrated Ramadan or observed, not celebrated. Eid is the celebration. Ramadan is the observation. This week on Photo Tracks, Larry made his first visit to the strip club. Man, Larry went down there to the strip club where Marvin is a manager at. Cause you know he been talking all this shit to us about how 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 good the dancers are. One girl dancer, she got like double the amount of customers as every other dancer. Cause it was like, so we thinking this cause she must be the shit. Man, Larry told me the reason she got double the amount of customers is cause she let people go in on a lap dance. So she let two dudes go in on one ten dollar lap dance. And what she'd do is she'd like dance on one dude lap for the hook and then dance on another dude or the other dude lap for like the verse and then thinking she making a killing. She she ain't got double the money. She just got double the hands on her ass.
establishment. You can tell it's a nice place because I have to shit and I'm actually thinking about shitting in this place. <laughs> That's a compliment. If your place is shittable, oh, that is a fucking compliment. <laughs> We've made it to the end of another episode. Um, hope it wasn't too long. I thought it was going to be a lot shorter, but it I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. But anyway, uh, first time almost. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you laughed. Hope you learned. Um, if you cried, then uh, shit, my bad. I like I don't, I don't know. Um, shout out to however you heard about it. Uh, somebody told you about it. If you saw one of them flyers in it. He was like, man, this is kind of funny. Maybe the podcast is as funny as this post. Then that's dope. Um, and yeah, man, to, uh, to my continue to my regular memos, thank you for your continued support. Uh, hope you see you again next week. Keep spreading the word. And um, uh, like I said, even though this podcast is a little bit shorter, I'm still going to let y'all get out of here. But But first, you know, it's just one more thing. I meant to talk about this in in the news section because it's kind of news, so, but but fuck it. Um, I guess uh, what's home homeboy name? Elon Elon Musk then took away all the blue checks from like most of the people on Twitter, and the at first the whole blue check thing like at first it was like uh, you got to pay for it and, and people was. Man, I ain't paying. That's some bullshit. I, don't, I ain't paying for no blue check. That's some bullshit. It ain't that, you know, it ain't that serious. I ain't paying for that shit. Right, that was the first argument. Then the second argument, now they took the blue checks. Man, that's some bullshit, man. What happened to my check, man? That's some, man, I, I, man. So, uh, at one hand, <laughs> you don't give a fuck their check ain't that important but then when they take it now it's some bullshit listen um, former blue check people not me included and I know this I say that and it might seem like this is a bitter attack on blue checkers no it's not check this out check look at this look at this that's no pun intended check this out um did you motherfuckers thought that y'all opinions mattered more because y'all had a blue check somehow. Now, I get it if you 
or some type of professor or educator and you don't want you you know you don't want people to just spread bullshit facts cool but all you other motherfuckers you so called influencers you so called uh I don't know what the fuck y'all think y'all are like okay now that your opinion don't have a blue check on it it's, it's what it's no it ain't, y'all opinion ain't shit now cause it's just a regular opinion like everybody else's opinion so y'all really thought that that shit made y'all like special or like more important than people so hold on hold on hold on 20 years ago before twitter what how did I don't know what did people how did people just let people know that they was better than them? Oh, they didn't. They didn't. Because the only people that knew them was the people that knew them. And that was it. And if you was a celebrity, if you was a celebrity then you everybody knew you. That's how you had to, I don't know, had this little arrogant feeling or whatever, this cocky feeling, this, you know, I'm the shit feeling. Because, yeah, you was in some movies. Oh, you, you made some songs or you dunked some basketballs. Yeah, cool. But because you got... Because you went to college or some shit. Or because you got a, a job with a bunch of motherfuckers. However the fuck you got all these followers. So they, so somebody who came out with this bullshit that just spread everybody's thoughts every 10 seconds. That somehow is so important now to the world whatever I need a blue I need to be important I'm verified my the shit I talk is is don't stink I talk to I talk the best shit what the fuck is wrong with y'all I'm leaving Twitter cause it's crazy I ain't no ain't no blue checks what the what the fuck that's that's your fault that the shit you see on your timeline is bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all with a motherfucker eating or a joke or a fucking a video of somebody getting their ass whooped. And so, I mean, what the fuck, man? You mad that some bullshit is even more bullshit than the bullshit it originally started off to be? That's bullshit. Blue check. Anyway, um,. I guess that's enough about that. Um, shout out to Twitter. I like talking shit. I like talking shit about the Browns. I like talking shit about the Cavs. I like talking shit about like good music. I like talking. I like. I like shouting shit out. I don't argue. I don't go back and forth with motherfuckers. So I don't have a problem with Twitter, and I don't need a a check. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Um. Anyway, <laughs> this is my favorite part of the podcast: is giving people these little life lessons, tips, advice, uh, little things to, to to use and repeat to yourself when you, if in case you're feeling down and sad and mad and mean and shitty and lost and all this type of shit. Number one. Count your blessings, man. That's really the most important thing. I'm starting to make it in like a part of my everyday text message routine to Jill. Got to remind her because, you know, motherfuckers think they need to be doing more, which is understandable. It's, it's Hollywood. It's L.A. 
is you know we in our prime of course you're gonna have these feelings so you don't have time to stop and count your blessings because you always worried about more no man and it's funny Steve Harvey was on Shannon Sharp podcast saying basically the same thing so I know what I'm talking about not just because Steve Harvey said it but but for Steve Harvey to be 22 23 years older and, and had the same type of thinking that says a lot so count your blessing wake up with some shit you you wake up with some shit missing that you had when you went to sleep you're gonna be mad in the motherfucker so number one number two do unto others it's like the old school oldest shit in the book type shit but it really worked man if people really did that shit it wouldn't be nothing to talk about in the news the news would be all weather and sports but nope uh the serenity prayer number three because you know shit coming at you at all type of angles all type of all type of shit going on, phone calls, texts, emails, all this shit is you don't know what the fuck where to start. So just remember. It's rainy prayer. Try that shit. Use that shit. It's effective. Um number four, don't take shit personal for people in the streets, co-workers, people on set, people at the job, people at day job, whatever the fuck, man. You don't know what the fuck people are going through, what type of text they just got, you know. You know, what type of phone call they just got off of, their dicks ain't getting hard, pussies ain't getting wet. Assholes too loose. You don't know what the fuck they stomach hurt. You don't know what the fuck is wrong with these people. So you know you ain't wake up with them. Don't take shit personal. Um, the one I like to paraphrase, Steve Jobs one: Do what you need to do instead of worrying about what motherfuckers think you're supposed to be doing or something. Steve Jobs. Um, and get high, man. Lastly, fucking get high, man. We smoke little blunts. Um, oh, shout out to... I meant to talk about... I meant to talk about it on stage. I was everywhere. I was high as shit. But um, one of Charles' homeboys, co-workers or whatever, meant, tried, to, tried to mention my little blunt. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm little blunt proof. There's nothing you can say to make me feel bad about my little blunt. He said, man, if my, if my rolled up... If I pulled that out in front of a female... I said, and then he just started laughing like that was like enough of the joke to say. So, see, that's the difference between regular humans and comedians. That's just like a premise. So I finished the joke for him. He said, if I pull that out in front of a female, I said, I'll tell this bitch we about to smoke 30 of these, motherfucker. Well, I didn't, you know. I didn't say bitch. Well, I might have, but I'm just quoting. That was in the moment. So anyway, um, smoke a little blunts, um, call them Meldricks. The the premise of the whole podcast when it started was because everybody was in the house smoking by themselves at that point. Uh, I want to say I started sometime in April of 2020. So I was like, yeah, maybe early May. I'm like, yeah, motherfuckers is smoking by themselves. But now. Three years later, everybody passing blunts again. So, I guess you can pass it now. Just, I just say pass it to a loved one. Um, and other than that, stay safe. Be careful. Go Cavs. Down 3-1. I don't 
happened last time we was down 3-1. We out.